Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. My guest today, Andrea Fryer, is the president of Colorado-based company, Agile Sherpas. Her team of specialists helps organizations inquire agile practices to boost their productivity and performance. In today's episode, she's going to talk about what agile marketing is and how it benefits organizations. She also discusses her professional journey and how she entered the marketing industry. I'm on a call here today with Andrea Fryrear. I'm super excited about the interview today. We've been trying to connect for the last few months and because of just life of business and everything else, it's been a little hard to connect, but here we are today. I'm excited about the interview. Yeah, me too. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So why don't you give, kind of tell the audience just a little bit about yourself and you know how you've gotten into the space and stuff like that, where you live. I just want to get kind of a little background on you. Yeah, sure. I live in Boulder, Colorado, so uh, it's pretty nice out here. Yeah, Uh, Boulder. I've only been out there once, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, we moved here about 10 years ago and have not left, though. I grew up in Texas, and I think I prefer Colorado quite a bit. Right. To all their Texas fans, no hard feelings. But I would have to say Colorado, it's like there's – I'm in Sacramento, California, and I'll tell you, Colorado is one of those states where I'm like, to me, that would be an even, if not maybe a move up. I love California, but it's like Colorado's just, I don't know, just everything about it is awesome. Yeah, no ocean. So if that's if that's your jam, you can't be here. But uh, the mountains more than make up for it, I think. Well, and you, you can tell from my white skin that I'm not a huge beach fan. It's not that I don't enjoy the beach or enjoy the sun. It's that it doesn't enjoy me. Like I can literally talk about the sun and, and potentially get burnt. So that's about, you know, I'm Irish. So that's what happens sometimes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Let's see. What else? Uh, Marketing I've been doing for 14, 15 years now. I sort of stumbled into it like a lot of people. I have an English degree and uh, was at my first job and they realized that I kind of knew a little bit about the internet. And then before you know it, I'm in charge of the website and PPC and trying to figure out what this all means and how to do it and been hooked ever since. The good old default. Well, and you know, it's so funny because I would have never thought about this when I was in college, but having that English background, like, I mean, it's so beneficial. You wouldn't necessarily think of that in the beginning, but especially in the content space, you know, that is huge because I'll be honest, like I am not an English major. And you can tell like from my beginning post that I wrote that I'm like, what I would send it to my wife. My wife would go, Oh my God, did you write this in crayon? You know, kind of like this. I was English is, you know, obviously it's my first language, but it's not, I'm just not that I'm okay. Writer, I would say, but I can't compare it to somebody yourself. Like that has a degree in that. I think it's such a nice foundation to have. Yeah. It was really nice when uh, content marketing started to become a thing. It was like, Oh, look, I can use this degree and actually get paid for it. Mom and dad, I told you. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. That's cool. So you did in what, what college did you go to? I did my undergrad at Austin College, which is a little liberal arts college in Texas. And then I got my master's at Oxford. Nice. And then so and so when you say when you were in Texas, was it Austin, Texas? No. So uh, it's named after Stephen F. Austin, which ah, is confusing. Gotcha. But then it's not Stephen F. Austin University because that would be too easy <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. It's north of Dallas. So it's uh, uh, in Sherman. I like the name because it leaves a little bit of mystery because you know, I'm like from California, I'm highly confused, but I, I get it though. It's well, the reason why I was asked about Austin is because I've actually never been to Austin, which is crazy because I have startups I've worked with there. I have a lot of friends that live there. And in fact, one of the instructors that I, I teach a class at UCLA, she actually lives there and she's like, you got to come out to Austin. So I didn't, I was going to ask you about Austin a little bit before we jumped in the content side of things. But Dallas, I've heard is me. I've been to Dallas a few times. I love Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is yeah. nice. Um, I think I prefer Austin. Just I've been there for clients and stuff too, but it has a little bit more of the like typical big city vibe, whereas Dallas is just this like massive sprawl. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's why I can't believe I haven't been to Austin. Anyways, I'm going to go up. By the next time, by this podcast goes live, I will be a visited Austin. Watch. How about that? That'll push go. me to get this live sooner. It'll also push me to go to Austin. So that's a good thing. <laughs> so cool. So and when you were in college, you were obviously worked on the English side of things. And then you got into content marketing by default, right? You had a company that says, hey, she, you know, she seems to be, she's really intelligent. We think we she does the English side of things. And now she can maybe start doing this PPC thing. And it was kind of a thing of like, hey, this isn't your background, but you kind of grinded it out and looked online and kind of educated yourself. Yeah. And then as that was pre-content marketing days. So then it was like, okay, it all sort of, you know, rolls up together where it's like, okay, I run this website. How do I get people to come to this website? So PPC and SEO and all that good stuff. And then content marketing started to come around. And it was like, oh, this feels a little bit less icky than some of the other yeah, stuff that we've been yeah. doing. And like it much, much better. Well, and that's the thing. It's funny. So, you know, most of the people that I interview have been in the space for 10 plus years and there's really nobody that has a background in content marketing because it wasn't even around for the most part, right? It really wasn't. I mean, it was a concept, I guess, but now it's obviously become very popular last, what's like seven, six, five years, whatever that is. But, you know, so it's, that's, what's funny about the evolution of us as marketers is, you know, when I, I started doing marketing about 20 years ago, but it's, that like content marketing wasn't even, we were doing SEO when it wasn't even called SEO, right? And now with content marketing, now it's content marketing is a thing. You're like, oh, thank God I got the English background. I've been writing some content. And you know, it's just one of those things we started investing on my website probably about seven or eight years ago on the, on the blog, just saying, hey, I was, I just wanted to write on the blog. You know, even though, like I said, I wasn't a phenomenal writer. And now it's because of that early days and doing that now, you know, content marketing, obviously being a huge, a huge thing, a lot of, you know, B2B and B2C companies want this as a service. And so we have that background now. So it's, you know, once and there's not too many people that went to school for content marketing because that's more of a now thing, right? In the last probably four or five years where somebody's like, oh, I can go to, I don't even know if there's even a, a school that teaches content marketing necessarily. I feel like there was one in, it was a random place like Australia or something where you could actually get a degree in content marketing, but I think they were the first. Yeah, see, down under. See, that's what it is. Yeah. Australia always has the stuff. That's awesome. It's kind of interesting to me because like I said, it's just not, I kind of stumbled into the same way that you have, right? And it's like, okay, this is kind of awesome. You have that background and now it makes sense to, to move forward with that with your clients. So tell me a little bit about your company. So what's the name of your company and kind of give me a little background there because obviously you've been around for a while. Yeah. So uh, I'm the president and lead trainer for Agile Sherpas yeah. and we're actually not a content marketing specific company. We train people on how to apply agile principles and practices to marketing. So uh, taking them from the world of software development and then tweaking them so they work better for marketers. Now that's awesome because that's a really, it's a really interesting angle um, because a lot of people don't understand that, right? Especially when it comes to creating stuff like, hey, there's efficiencies you can put in place. And if you get to a certain point, you have, this happens, this happens, this happens, and you probably shouldn't go any further, right? But if you go this way, then, hey, it makes sense to continue on. I, talk a little bit more about that because I, I think that's probably a, a place that a lot of people, first of all, it's hard enough for people to produce content, right? Or produce, I guess, also produce have a company that that is like that right I mean I know that like Toyota there were some other ones that their their methodology was like hey we go to a certain point if it doesn't make sense then we just cut it and it was more like I said there was a system to there's processes for that yeah yeah definitely so that like minimum viable product type yeah. approach where you can get it out there and test it and I love that for content because the the internet makes it so easy to put yeah. something out there that's small and low risk you get it done in a couple days get it out in front of an audience and then if they love it great double down on it more resources behind it but if they hate it then no big deal I only spent two days on it as yeah. opposed to the good old days where we'd have our you know six month massive campaign that we would 
sit on until it was 100% done and then you put it out and like, oh, I hope it works. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and that's interesting to me because I'll tell you, I mean, I'll be honest, m- my team doesn't do that. We don't do that, right? And it's not, I really think that's some place that we could improve because for us, it's, you know, we look at content, we look at keywords, we look at some, some people have put some stuff out there. We obviously look at like the, you know, the key, the KD of like the, how competitive that keyword is. Not every blog post we do is, is always keyword driven, but I, I think that is something that, that where we could improve upon as an, as an agency is like going and, and testing some stuff ahead of time. So um, that's interesting. So I might have to talk to you off that off camera about that. Cause that's, that's definitely an interesting thing. It's something that I think we need as an agency. Um, so tell me a little bit like, so how does that work? Like when you guys bring in clients, like give me kind of a rundown of like, who would be your guys' perfect client, right? And somebody that you guys can bring in and say, Hey, this is the type of company we work with here. And what we look at is their processes. And how does that like, kind of give me a little more breakdown of that. Yeah. So we work with teams of all sizes, actually. Um, the sweet spot, if you're looking to like do a complete transformation relatively quickly, is kind of a 20 person marketing team because that's not too complex. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple of groups that are, you know, like two, three, 400 marketers inside of a department and you've got to really carefully approach that kind of transformation. But when we have a smaller team of, you know, 20-ish folks, then we can come in and really do a lot of work in two days. Um, and as you can imagine, just thinking about the like minimum viable product type approach, a lot of times you have to go back to basics and change team structure and change the way you design campaigns and change the way that you plan your work. All that has to change in order for the practices to actually get into place. Um, and so we spend a fair amount of time teaching people like, what does agile really mean? It's not just about being fast. There's other, you know, foundational elements there too. And before we ever tell you, okay, now let's build a board and let's do daily stand up and, and get into the practices stuff. So we, we start there, but we definitely give people the, the nitty gritty stuff as well. And then you guys actually meet with the client in person. Is it like a two day intensive type thing or how do you guys run things? Yeah, we definitely um, need to be on site with people because there's a lot of um, we do hands on like exercises to really, you know, I can say agile things to you all the time. But until you're like in there doing it, it's those are when the light bulbs go off. So, yeah, yeah. on site stuff is key. Yeah, I was going to say, because I could only imagine if you did something remote, how difficult that would be. Because A, people are going to be kicking and screaming a little bit because of change, right? So that's never, right? So if you're not in there, you know, whipping them, not really whipping them, but you know, in there like saying, hey, you got to do this, showing them how to do it and educating them. I think that's really the key to this whole thing because it is, it's, you're really going in and revamping everything that they've done, right? Reevaluating and redoing it. So that change is not always comfortable for people. In fact, usually it's uncomfortable for people, right? So um, that's interesting. You guys usually do, it's usually a two-day thing? I mean, it guess depends on the size of the company. Yeah, it really does. Um, we have a, a two-day class that's our usual kind of introductory to, you know, what is Agile in marketing and all of that. Um, and you can get certified in Agile marketing if you do the two days. Um, so people like to start there. Um, and then we'll come back and do, you know, coaching and we'll do the like actual kickoff stuff. We'll yeah. train leadership sometimes because they kind of get in the way if they don't know what's going on and how their behavior has to change too. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is it is a behavioral thing, right? It's only a process, but it's the idea of like, Hey, when you come in on Monday, this is going to be totally different than what you were doing on Friday. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's like any, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, and I just think that's always uh, that's always so difficult for people because you know they every the the everybody wants to stay not everybody but a good amount of people want to stay complacent like hey this is okay even if results aren't as favorable because it's easy to come in on a Monday and just do the same stuff you do when you're when you're you know disrupting that I think it becomes a situation where people are like oh this is this is uncomfortable but obviously I'm sure after a few weeks a few months they start to see that change and start to see the different you know whatever it is and on things the process is being in place and and improving things I think that's when the, obviously the value happens yeah and you can see it in the the people who track it well you know it's it's an improvement in traditional marketing KPIs better ROI and time spent and things like that but then also just sheer productivity and morale increases as well uh, but the problem a lot of times, too, is that when you when people hear we're going to change the process because our process isn't working, what they hear is the way I do my work isn't working and they take it really personally. Yeah. Um, so, again, it's so important to be in the room because you can feel that energy change when you start yeah. to say those words and you've got to be able to get out in front of those kinds of things because people can sabotage it. I mean, it's like with with any process change, people oh, can yeah, sabotage. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's I think it's a great point because that's the thing is a lot of people because they do take their work personally right but it's but they're what what they feel like is that you guys are coming in and saying hey you you, this thing's all messed up and we have to revamp it because of what you've done right which is really not that it's like hey maybe there's some processes maybe some things that we can help to make things more efficient and it's not something to be taken personally it's like the whole idea at the end of the day is we just want to improve things right isn't that what everybody can agree on yeah we all want to make things better okay so what we're going to look at is that some of these processes that can be tweaked and that's what we're here to do not necessarily say this was wrong don't take it personal it's that kind of thing so i, I totally get that but it is that you know i see that a lot of times if we do um sometimes we do joint ventures and what you know sometimes we have the marketing companies when we were a younger agency um and it was like always kind of like always that, you know, you don't really want to step on anybody's toes. You want to tell them that's wrong, but we've seen this, it's a little better. And it's been, we don't do that anymore. Now it's like, Hey, we have to have the reins, you know, cause it's not, I can't really have, you can't have two chefs, you know, yeah. cooking the meal, right. You gotta have a sous chef and you gotta have some people doing desserts and stuff. So it's the same kind of, I was rest, raised in the restaurant industry and service industry. That's what I always think of is like, you know, it doesn't make sense to have that many people. And it's like, really who's in charge of this. And, and you guys coming in and saying, Hey, I'm going to give you guys the reins for a few days and then help educate you guys. Just knowing that what we all care about is this process being better, that we have more sales, that the efficiencies are there. And I think everybody should agree to that, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's like your bonuses might be higher. You can increase productivity. I mean, there's all kinds of benefits from this thing if we work on this thing together. Yeah. And we, I mean, I'm, was an individual, you know, content contributor before I was ever an agile coach. And so I can speak to that and say like, look, I have that experience and this makes your life better, makes your life easier. You're not stressed out as much and there's fewer fire drills and like, it's, it's good for everybody, not just kind of like do it for the organization, you know, like it makes your life better too. Yeah. And I think you would think if they can't take it personally, the idea of that is that you're also growing as an individual, right? So you can Mm -hmm. take this on to any company and that's obviously a a valuable resource to have to know that, Hey, we worked in these kind of conditions and this is what we, I learned. And you'd be able to take that. I mean, really you'd have to think of it as like, Hey, this is huge value. It's like the company is investing in me to be a better person for this company and maybe for a future company as well, which, you know, if they can think about it the right way, there's huge, there's, that's beautiful. That's awesome that somebody's willing to do that. Yeah. And there's actually a lot more um, job postings even out there that are asking for agile marketing experience. Like they want to hire people who know how to do this. And so to be able to know how to do it makes you a more valuable employee too. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, So I've been using agile marketing in one form or another. It's like four years, I want to say. 
um, been wow. training full time for almost two years. Wow. That's awesome. Cause I, I, once again, I understand the, the value in it and I understand like what you guys are doing, but I don't know if I've heard about it that much. And obviously you said it's, it's up and coming, but I think that's, what's really cool is you, you obviously got in a long time ago and one of the first people doing it, or at least that I've heard about doing it, which is awesome. So, um, that's cool. Is there a lot of other companies that are doing things like this when it comes to like the agile type of the methodology? There's uh, quite a few folks using it. Um, we do, Agile Sherpas does, uh, this is our second year, doing a state of Agile marketing report. And so last year when we did it, we saw about 37% of our respondents saying they're using Agile in some form or fashion. There's obviously a pretty big spectrum there of, yeah. of you know, super Agile or just a little bit. Um, so it's, you know, about a third of the marketing teams out there are trying it. Um, and I, from what we've seen this year, I think it's the numbers will be uh, quite a bit higher. It's just people are, are it's not optional anymore to, to fix your process and try to do more with less and be more productive. And all of those things are really just table stakes kind of now. That was an engaging discussion, but we're only getting started. Stay tuned for more. In the next episode, we're going to talk at length about Agile Sherpa's work approach. 